I feel welcomed because this particular shade of purple is not overtly deep and intense. So it's not like royalty purple. It's like, oh, come on in. Let's have a seat and just relax purple. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it's not a a cold standoffish, almost blue, blue, blue purple. It's like right in the middle. It's that, that perfect. It's not lupus purple. It's the it's the other purpose in between but because of the consistency when I go to your website when I look at your book when I look at the podcast when I see your posts on social media even with focus media group the purple is the same this episode is an excerpt of a conversation held in March 2021 on day two of the sea life difference summit it was my first ever summit it was held for women's history month and three years since releasing my first ever podcast episode. So the Sea Life Difference Summit was for women, by women, a three-day virtual event with over 25 speakers. So it's a topics range from positivity to gratitude to manifestation, as well as creativity, you know, mastering your mindset, which is crucial before you even master your imagery or your brand. And mastering your marketing by telling your story. The summit was based off of the theme of, of course, this podcast, but as well as my book by the same name, Seeing Life Through a Different Lens, a survivor's memoir on overcoming adversity with resilience. So we talk about entrepreneurship. And Ashley Green is our team member at Focus Media Group. And it's a great time to really meet the team. I figured it was a good excerpt. And a great introduction to what it's like working with Focus Media Group with the PH. And uh, she's an 80s baby. She, uh, she was born in Maryland and now she lives in Houston. We got to meet in Houston in September. And in this conversation, you'll hear just how down to earth and humorous she is. And she, her mission is to help entrepreneurs build and grow profitable businesses by designing and building systems through her company, A. Louise Creative. When she's not speaking or teaching or creating, she has a podcast. She, Even though she has a bachelor's in psychology and a master's in professional counseling, she thinks outside the box. She had very unconventional ideas as far as breaking the rules, you know, and just helping people to really navigate their wants, determine their needs, and figure out what they need to do, you know, helping those entrepreneurs to build profitable businesses. So she, she loved comedy, she loved R&B music, and she loved watching movies with her husband and kids. And uh, enjoy this episode. And once again, if you want to watch the video version, be sure to purchase the uh, replays. You can get access to all of us, as well as the other videos on the other topics. If you want to watch or listen to the replay so that you have access, lifetime access to the private community, and the video version of the summit, especially this specific uh, part of the conversation from day two, visit clifedifferent.com, S-E-E, lifedifferent.com, to purchase access to the replays. And when you purchase access, you get a workbook that you can take lots of notes in, and you also get one strategy or coaching call with me. And visit clifedifferent.com. And here is a word from our sponsors. Mental health and wellness go hand in hand in entrepreneurship. The journey of health and wellness begins with you. I know how common it is to unintentionally forget to drink water. 
What better way to have reminders of just how amazing you are by having affirmations that you can see, touch, and believe in, all while helping you to stay hydrated. Nautique is a lifestyle brand for ambitious and luxurious women like you. With 30 of my favorite pocket-sized cards and a 34 or 22-ounce water bottle, they each contain 4 to 8 affirmations that serve as a milestone and an elegant reminder to keep your dreams in the forefront. Visit Notique.com and use code LEGACY to get $5 off and free shipping toward the pink or white 34-ounce or 22-ounce BPA-safe affirmation tracking water bottle and card combination. Visit Notique.com and use code LEGACY to get $5 off and free shipping. A portion of the proceeds will go to the Water Project in Lagos, Nigeria. Welcome back to the Sea Life Difference Summit. If this is your first time seeing me, your first time tuning in, my name is Akira. I am the host and founder of the Sea Life Difference Summit. The Sea Life Difference Summit is a summit for women, a three-day virtual event full of 20 plus speakers for women to level up in their personal and their professional life. This is based off of the theme of my podcast and my book of the same name, Seeing Life through a different lens, a survivor's memoir on overcoming adversity with resilience. Uh, This is a story of resilience. This is a story of entrepreneurship. This is a story of um, seeing life more positively, full of gratitude, full of manifestation, and also how I've been able to be creative all this time. So we are now into just about the second half of the summit, but you should get your ticket so that you have lifetime access to the videos, to the worksheets, workbook, because there's a workbook where you can actually put in a bunch of notes that you get, because I'm sure you've gotten a lot of aha moments, especially if you've seen some of the comments from the earlier video. So I'm going to do what I've been doing almost every day so far, is start the morning with affirmations. We'll remind you in the middle of the day, since you know, you're kind of feeling like, I want the day to end, I'm kind of groggy, I just ate, da 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 right? So let's get you right back up. Let's bring up some affirmations. I am reading affirmations from the company called NoTip, N-O-T-I-Q. I am a woman of consistency. Say it after me. I am a woman of consistency. I am reliable, responsible, and dependable. I am keeping my word. I am keeping my word. I am following through. So these are very important uh, affirmations, especially since this video being recorded in the middle of the week at the start of the month, and we just want to keep that energy going, right? So to this session is also presented by Focus Media Group with a PH. Focus Media Group with a PH is actually my creative marketing agency where we help entrepreneurs to grow their brand. We focus on all things creative, which helps them to remove that headache. Let's help them to focus on the creative side to not focus on the creative side of the business because that's where we come in. We help you with all of that to make sure that your brand matches. Um, maybe we can talk about matching literally, but that's a whole other thing. We also talk about uh, con- content strategies. So we help you with strategizing your business and strategizing content. Um, so be sure to check us out if you think you need graphics for your own creative project or if you just need business strategy. And so I introduced that because our next speaker is actually a creative partner of Focus Media Group. And so she's actually 
been a creative for 10 plus years now, but you will learn for yourself just how animated and bright and what a problem solver Ashley Green is. So she is the creative behind Ashley Louise Creative. And so she is self-taught graphic and brand designer. Sometimes she does web, but she's really good at just honing in on all things creative as well, right? So that's what we love to do at Focus Media with you. Have fine women, women of color, who also love being all things creative. And so I was actually a guest on her podcast, not once, but twice. And so now she's kind of returning to favor in being um, maybe her first official, I should make it official, speaking opportunities. And so she's come here to give you the expertise and help you to realize and be more empathetic with your clients and understand the power of branding and we're going to talk about podcasting a little bit so we'll talk about why she started the podcast called f the glitter yes f the glitter and so it literally caters to all creatives and we're going to we talk about um just how not so glittery the industry can be so i'm going to bring out ashley green and give her a warm virtual round of applause Hey. <laughs> I love it. I love your look. You branded also. I see you with the purple. I see you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, no, no. <laughs> yes, honey. So this is gonna be fun. This is probably gonna be fun because this is like like you are the creative partner of Focus Media Group. Like I've come to you, I've, I'm like, here, take this client. Or I'm just like, here, talk to me about this client. We've always just been like, been like that. And right. then of course, we just bounce off ideas because we're both, you know, have been doing what we do for so long. And then sometimes as women, that imposter syndrome will creep in. As women, those boundaries may be crossed. And so we sometimes just need that girl talk and talk right. about it. Right. Yeah. And, and as a business bestie, that's, that's how that works. You yeah. know, like just having somebody creative to talk to, you know, to work through the ideas or just to see the other side of it. Like that, that's really, really important. Really, really exactly. Important. And I think that's what we're going to talk about today. So today is now we're going to the nitty gritty of all things podcasting and entrepreneurship. Yesterday was mindset. So now we're all in the mindset. We're all operating abundance from now on. So yeah. now we're going to talk about what to do. Um, and how to grow our brands, grow our brands and get their clientele and utilize um, our podcast for branding and clientele. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I, I, you know, I, I thought this would be a lot of, uh, it would be more like a conversation more than a, a presentation. But a lot of just getting people to see who you are and being interested in who you are, it does have to do with the branding. But a lot of people don't realize is that your branding is it's a process and it's ever moving and it's constantly changing. And the one thing that shouldn't change is your core values, you know, like that that foundation. Because if you it's like building a house. And, and you know, when I'm, I'm going to talk to my clients, um, a lot of our conversations start with, you're building your brand, so you're building a house. And when you come to me or when you come to a brand designer, you're not asking them, when you go to buy a house, you're not asking the builder, well, I want to buy doors and I want to buy a window and I want to buy four walls and a set of stairs. You know, you say, I want a house. You expect the package to be put together. And so your brand is a lot like that. You know what I mean? Like when you go to a brand designer or even somebody to help you strategize the movement forward of your brand, it's not a matter of, Oh, well, I need a logo and I need the colors and I need this. It's like, no, what are we going to set as the foundation? Why do you have this 
business in the first place? Why are you building this brand? Why is this important to you? And then we can start to build the values and which it stands on and everything else is like the, the paint on the shutters. You know what I'm saying? Like your logo is nice and that's the address that people see when they get there. But what's inside your house is what matters. And so I, I feel that that just gets missed so much. Like that just, you know, goes over so many people's heads. It's like you have to clarify what your strategy is and you have to clarify what it is that you're trying to do and what makes you different from everybody else before you can even start to look like, you know, to decide what you're going to look like. And um, creating that emotional connection comes from establishing that foundation, establishing those values and what the mission and the purpose of the business is before you can even get into all of that. Yeah, and I want to also bring back up the, the house example, of especially the logo, right? So I think a lot of people, especially if they're just becoming an entrepreneur, a lot of them think, oh, I can't launch because I don't have a logo. Oh, right. I can't launch because I don't have a website. That's fine. That's why you have podcasting, that's why you have social media. Build that story, build, utilize, tweak that strategy until right. you do have that logo. Because like you said, the logo is like, Oh, I'm just driving by. I like your house. Your logo. Right, it's pretty. It's got curb appeal, but yeah. that's not. That doesn't tell right. me anything about what's. Is it a home? Like, am I welcome in there? Like, you know, do you take your shoes off when you come in? You know, I need to know all of that. So. Right. Um, a lot of what I what I teach my clients and what I talk to people about is creating an emotional connection. So I said that before. You have to create an emotional connection, and the reason why. Let me know if I talk too fast. But the reason why is because. Well, wait. I understand, but you'll slow down anyway for those. I know. <laughs> Money to make sure that the captions can pick up on you. <laughs> I tend to speak kind of fast. Um, but creating the emotional connection is literally developing your brand loyalty. And so you may not have your logo, you may not have your colors together, but as long as you understand why you do what you do, you can make other people feel connected to you and understand what it is that you do, and then they'll become emotionally invested in your success. Um, for example, I have, I know quite a few people, they make um, soaps and skincare, things like that, right? And Products, so mm-hmm. initially, you want to tell people, oh, it's got shea butter in it, you know, or oh, it's got... Um, it's got almond, sweet almond oil and bitter almond oil, and it's got natural peppermint essential oils. And it's like all of that's great, but nobody really cares. Nobody cares what you did to make it as long as you didn't use animals. So by bringing in the fact that it's vegan and that there are no animals, you're letting them know that it's cruelty-free. Well, that touches an emotional you know, blip in somebody's personality because they don't want to hurt the bunnies. We don't want to hurt the monkeys. You know, like we don't we don't want to we don't want to create that. You know that nasty feeling you get when you feel like you did something wrong on the side? Mm-hmm. That's what that is. And so by creating an emotional connection, even through little things like that, you develop brand loyalty with your audience. So now they want to buy from you because they know that your products are vegan. So they know that you're not destroying the environment when you create your products. That's an emotional touch point. When they know that um, you give some of your proceeds to larger organizations, for charitable organizations, like um, just to throw some out there, I don't have any affiliation with it, like March of Dimes or for um, the Nolan Network, anything that um, increases awareness or any community organizations, that creates an emotional touch point. So then your audience wants to involve themselves with you and they want you to succeed because they want you to continue to do that positive 
work with those organizations outside of what you're selling. And so that's the emotional connection that they have with you. So then they're emotionally, you know, they want you to win. They want you to win. And by doing that, they'll send off referrals. They'll send out, you know, they'll share your posts and they'll, hey, yeah, I got this brand new lip gloss from this company that I saw on Facebook. And, you know, they they use all natural ingredients, but they don't use animals. And I really like it because I'm vegan and I don't want any animals. All those things build your brand loyalty and the more people that you get to communicate with you in that manner that's how you win that's how you win and then by doing that when you add the logo that gives them something to visually associate you with what you do and that's how that works you can't have you can have a logo first but if nobody has anything to connect it with then it doesn't mean anything it doesn't matter at all and then it wouldn't even be used like some people have seen that happen with logos it's like um they get this logo done, spend thousands of dollars, but there was no strategy behind it. So then it's like, they didn't even put it on the printed wood. They didn't even put it on a labeling. They don't use it as a wrapper sticker. So then it's like, you, you build your brand without putting you in mind. So I think one thing that I think people should also keep in mind is like, when you're building a brand, you are your brand first and foremost. You right. are your own testimonial. But then you want to think about who you're trying to reach and who are you trying to attract. Like we're saying, those who are vegans, right? Those who like service. And so that just reminded me of, um, like, when you show off your stories on social media. Of course, you know, storytelling is a whole different track on another day. But just to tap on it a little bit, <laughs> when you show your story, um, you are basically talking about the, the experiences you've had that got you to this point that help you to make this decision to get to the point that actually help you. Like you say, what are your core values? What wants you to keep you in business? What um, keeps you going when the going gets tough? Who are these people that make you happy? Uh, you know, when they say yes, when they are excited about the final product, the final touch. Right. And everything. So, yeah. And another t- uh, point I wanted to touch on, actually, which brings up having a brand personality, because um, what do you think I like that one? We talk, um, we talk about this all the time. All the time. <laughs> but developing a brand personality, because even when you come up with, when you start developing your strategy, you have to figure out how you want people to view you and view the business itself. You know what I mean? So, like for example, one my my brand personality is I'm a mom. I'm a mompreneur, um, but I'm very bubbly and I'm in your face when I'm ready to work. So, (laughs) but with that, that means that a lot of things that I may say reference my children or they reference my family, they reference, you know, whatever personal stuff I got going on in my life, not really personal stuff, but personal enough because that's how I create that emotional connection. So I tend to work with a lot of moms or a lot of aunties because they understand how that works. You know, it's like, okay, well, I couldn't get to it right now, but I'm gonna get to you today. I promise you, I'm gonna get to you today. But anyway, I have it right now. So let's let's just make sure that we got this together. But by developing a your brand personality, it's not just about you though. It's about your audience, and it has to resonate with your audience because that's how they connect with you. That's how that's how they reach you and how they stick with you. Um, and so, like in my industry, and I'm looking at my presentation, but in my industry. I like to be seen as an authority, but I want to be seen as that friend because it helps a designer get to know their client and get to know their personality so that we can design something best for what you're trying to do to know exactly what your goals are in order to execute 
the way that you needed to execute. Um, and so there's like there, uh, there are several different personalities that you can have as a brand, but you do have to have a default personality. So, for example, I'm an authority figure. Right. I'm I'm not an expert, but I do know what I'm talking about. So you can come to me for information. I'm going to give you the best information that I have and whatever can be researched. Right. But at the same time, we've got business bestie. We've got the auntie over on the side. We've got, oh, yeah, she's really professional and she's very approachable. It's nice to talk to her. But at the same time, don't come over there with that mess. You see what I mean? And so but with all of that. My default personality is an authority figure because I've got all the information that you're going to need and which is why you came to me in the first place. And that adds to creating that emotional connection with building your brand. Now, speaking of emotional connection, I feel like we should rewind a little bit. We connected through a Facebook group mm-hmm. and then on your podcast. Mm-hmm. But then... Was it during or before or even after the podcast that we emotionally connected? Like, at what point did we emotionally connect? I think we connected during the interview. It was like after the interview, I was like, oh, we got to talk again. Was it, um, speak? Okay, so part of our story, right? Knowing that, I mean, you're in Louisiana now, but Mm -hmm. you have been to some of the DC area, Mm -hmm. in the Atlanta, Georgia area. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, we too. Or one of those, something like that, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think I think that's super important with um, building your brand too. Like if you were a military brat, if you were uh, going to an HBCU, if you went, you know, to school at one point, and then like, what school did you go to? I went to Clark Atlanta University. Okay. I bet there's someone in this comment section that probably had <laughs> had been there or wanted to go there. So stuff like that. It's like where. What were you like, you know, in your young life? What did you do in your young life? Where mm-hmm. have you always wanted to go? Stuff like that will kind of get you to connect with your audience. And I feel like, um, well, one podcast, but also on that uh, initial call or the initial social media post or the initial website visit. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. All of that. All of that. Because those are their touch points, which is yep. the next part. Boom. Branding <laughs> your touch points. See, it's so fun. <laughs> personality to the foundation bam touch points so that actually that those are the touch points so what touch points are are any point in time that your audience or your customer will interact with your business or interact with your brand so your touch points can be your website your touch points can be a banner that they saw in the window somewhere a touch point can be a business card that's a business card i think i said business card touch point can be seeing a car a car magnet driving past a touch point can be the grocery store bags you know how when you go to the grocery store and they have those receipts and it has all those ads on the back of the receipt i ignore them so much but yes i love the advertising (laughs) it's a touch point yeah it's a subliminal touch point because you never really look at it until you get ready to throw them away right but then you might see that one color that pops out and you're like oh let me read this. Let me look at if you were to get um, a special invitation, like, you know, those uh, postcards that you get in the mail that have um, the the mm-hmm. on them and stuff like that. Yeah. Those are touch points because at some point the consumer has interacted with you and with your brand. And so that's when the colors and the logo and all this stuff come into play, because those are the things that help keep it consistent so that it's easily recognizable. This episode is sponsored by Focus Media Group, founded by Zakira. 
We focus on the social media of entrepreneurs so they don't have to. We understand the frustration of the ever-changing algorithm. Let us help you with your Instagram growth, business strategy, or branding services. Visit focusmediagroup.com to learn more. That's focus with a P-H. P-H-O-C-U-S-E-D, mediagroup.com. I tend to use uh, Coca-Cola, Bed Bath & Beyond, and Starbucks as like my three main examples because those are three companies that you very regularly and very easily can recognize, right? And so with Starbucks, the color green, their particular color green, no matter where you go, because number one, they've been in the game long enough, no matter where you go, if you see that color green, you associate it with Starbucks. It could be on a newspaper. It could be on a flyer. It could be on the side of a car. It could be the top of the cup, but you know what that green looks like. When you see the little mermaid with her little stars, you know exactly who it is. And because they're consistent in making sure that that is the same color green, no matter where you go, that's how they develop the brand recognition. Because the mermaid only changes like maybe once every few years, but essentially her pose has stayed the same and she has looked exactly the same with that same color green. She had, you, they developed the brand recognition. Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola has had the same script for the past hundred and some years, right? But no matter what, you know what Coca-Cola Red looks like. Whether it has Coca-Cola on it or not, you're going to see Coca-Cola Red and you know exactly what that means. And by having that consistency in your touch points and every time you encounter that brand, you recognize who it is no matter what. No matter what you come in contact with. Target. Target Red. But target red shirts with the khaki pants. That's like the universal uniform, right? And so even when people go to school and that's like their school uniform, somebody's first thought is like, oh, you look like you work at Target. Because that customer touch point was created so that no matter where you go, you recognize that brand. And so those are the different places where your logo and where your your color choices and where your slogan and all of those things matter because that's what creates the brand loyalty, but also the brand recognition when you're establishing your brand. And that's part of the strategy. So if you think that something's not intentional because, oh, yeah, that's just their color green. No, that was very intentional that they used that particular color scheme every time you saw something that had their name on it. It's very, very intentional because they want you to remember, even if you're not even thinking about it, that is stuck in the back of your head so that you'll always know who that is. Now, speaking of, it's the little logo up there. I totally forgot to put it back up. But let's go ahead and dissect it. Let's make this kind of interactive and almost dissect this purple okay. that you see going on here, right? So yes. And then it's like, okay, this was first. This mm-hmm. color purple was first. And I knew that when I put on this. But I knew that when the story behind the purple was because that's my mom's favorite color. My mom's favorite singer was uh-huh. Prince, right? Ah. <laughs> and, uh-huh. So when you make the connection of like why someone's purple, one is to you think about what I mean, what what sex do you think of the color purple too, right? Mm-hmm. Typically, woman. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, but what, from the brand perspective, if you were like, okay, how do you want to brand it? How do I feel when I come to the Sea Life Different Summit? How right. are you feeling? I feel calm. I feel welcomed because this particular shade of purple is not overtly 
deep and intense. So it's not like royalty purple. It's like, oh, come on in. Let's have a seat and just relax purple. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it's not a a cold standoffish, almost blue, blue, blue purple. It's like right in the middle. It's that, that perfect. It's not lupus purple. It's the it's the other purpose in between but because of the consistency when i go to your website when i look at your book when i look at the podcast when i see your posts on social media even with focus media group the purple is the same so no matter what i know oh yeah that's Zakira. i know for a fact that's Zakira. i know she did that mm-hmm. just from that simple just from using that same color purple all throughout all of the touch points in which i've encountered your brand that's the consistency that you want. That's the consistency that you need when you're establishing and when you're continuing the growth of your brand. Mm-hmm. Good. Great. I feel like people are like, oh, so that's what I need to keep in mind now when I'm like thinking about that book, when I'm thinking about that podcast, when I'm thinking about even posting on social media. So, yeah, I think that was good. Yep. That's, that's a lot of it. I'm, I'm really I'm to the point. So we're kind of like, like, do you have anything else to say? I really, I don't know. Do you, do you have any questions? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Though, honestly, this is what it's like if you book a clarity call with Focus Media Group. Like, we're like this. We're like, okay, what's your problem? Okay, cool. What's your budget? Okay, cool. This is what you can do. What do you want to do next? Right. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's it. So most people will spend hours or be concerned about how much value are they getting out of making the investment in that strategy call because mm-hmm. you're, we, first of all, this, what you're listening to right now is 10 years of experience wrapped up in your str- one year of struggling, <laughs> right? So when you have been working before you even came to either one of us and you've been t- working and tweaking on, uh, how do I tell my story? How do I, uh, get more comfortable with being on social media. How do I even, where do I even start with websites or anything? Mm-hmm. You're talking to people, you invest in yourself by talking to people who've been doing it longer than you. They've already had their trial and error phase and they've had their aha moment and they're like, it's what you need to do. Basically, that's it. And so whenever you encounter someone who is a brand designer and they give you a pretty hefty price tag, it's because you're paying for the knowledge. You're paying for the knowledge so that you don't have to make the same mistakes unless you want to. And to be quite honest, based on the questions that you're asked during your brand, con- during your brand consultation, um, we'll just let you know simply who you're working with and the type of person that you're working with. And when you're establishing your brand, I know I keep saying brand values, but like you really do have to know who you are as a business, but also who you want people to know you to be. Because marketing, and, and this is like one of those phrases that goes around a lot, but marketing is what you say you are, but your brand is what your audience says you are. Mm-hmm. And so if you're saying you're great and you're fantastic, that's wonderful. But if your customers don't say that you're great, then it's really null and void and you need to fix some things. You got to go back and you got you to gotta figure it out. You got to fix it because your brand reputation is really what seals the deal and your success rather than your marketing strategy. Marketing helps and marketing is needed. But if your brand strategy doesn't match with making sure that the values of you and your audience connect, it's never going to work. It's it's never going to work. And the same way, it's it's almost, you know, that's the the crazy thing about the English language, even with copying the website. It's the same word. You can use a different variation. But to piggyback off of that, your brand is also what people say about you when you're not even there. Right, that's why word of mouth referral 
are so still so very important. This is why marketing uh, plays a role in selling, right? Mm-hmm. So I think now it's kind of a great little segue into the podcast, right? So we start the podcast to shine a light on our personality. We start, we start the podcast to shine a light on other, in the most of our cases, women personalities um, right. who are in the creative industry who are also entrepreneurs. But you can start the podcast knowing that you want to work with brands that you admire and right. love and eventually want to monetize from and get them to sponsor you. Right. Or you be your own sponsor, right? <laughs> or you can do that too. So what, what have you, yeah, what have you taken your podcast since it started in 2020? Yeah, actually, uh, the F the Glitter podcast started last year. We started doing interviews in May. Was it March? Was it May? I think it was May. We started doing well, interviews. You, you're good at filming way ahead of time and then releasing. So it may have been right. in March and then. Yeah, I think we started filming in March and we started recording in March and then we didn't start releasing until May. Yeah, it was May because it went all the way through, uh, July. We all started in June. We started releasing in June, went all the way to August. Um, and it really started because, uh, one of my creative friends was starting a podcast and I saw their logo and I was like, wow, that looks pretty cool. And we were having a conversation and um, they were like, why don't you start a podcast? Like, I don't have anything to talk about. Like, what, what would I even have a podcast? Because all the podcasts I ever heard were monologues, like these long, drawn out. Who wants to hear themselves for an hour and a half? Like, that's totally boring. And then um, I saw this post. And, and I say this every time I, as somebody asks me about this. I saw this post about this brand designer who built his business into like a six figure business in six months. And he was spending like a million hours on Instagram every day. And he was some young kid from Australia who didn't have a family. And I was like, how did you become an expert? And I've been doing this for 10 years. And you don't get into six months. Like, that don't make any sense. Mm-hmm. And being in these uh, Facebook groups where there's a lot of us who are, and I say us as in women of color, who are graphic designers, brand marketing strategists. A lot of us are in these Facebook groups and we see each other all the time. We always post on the same, we comment on the same posts all the time. I feel like we're friends, best friends, hidden friends. Like, (laughs) and I was like, there's no place centralized for us. Like we have these, you know, we have the African-American groups, but we don't have a place that's centralized specifically for women of color, like for us to, you know, to be seen. And like really showcase our work. And so um, I think it was right after George Floyd, that incident happened. And there were several websites that came up like hire a black female designer and things like that. And I was like, you know what? We need somewhere we can actually be, sh- you know, we can have a highlight where we can be the spotlight can be shown on us so we can really get out there so we can get work. Because like we have to be able to work. There's plenty of work out here. We have to be able to do it. So I started the podcast to start highlighting women of color who were brand designers, graphic designers, uh, PR strategists, copywriters, the creative jobs that are not very pretty, but the end result is always very, very nice. And mm-hmm. so that's really where the name of F the Glitter came from, um, because right now there's a trend in glitter logos. And I have a personal. I can't believe I made it back. You know, it was there in the MySpace days, right? Yeah, that was like, what, 2004? Like, you would have moved on your screen and stuff. Anyways. (laughs) Yes, I remember. Oh, God, it was terrible. But uh, the name of the podcast is F the Glitter because glitter logos are no-no. They are a no, 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 no. Cartoon avatars, they get a pass when they're used properly. But glitter logos are absolute no. Like, 
absolutely you're not supposed to ever do that in your life if you want to be taken seriously. And from just having those conversations, 13 episodes, I got to meet 13 wonderful, wonderful designers, marketing strategists, PR strategists. Like it was crazy, but I met like 13 like bona fide professionals that are creative. I was like, this is great. This is wonderful. And so uh, this year I realized that a lot of us are great at being creatives, but we're not really great at being professionals. And so um, the goal for this year is to expand the F the Glitter podcast into a membership to help um, nurture and uh, build the entrepreneur or just the business acumen within being a professional creative. Because you may not want to be a freelance designer all your life. You know what I'm saying? You may want to just own an agency or you may want to have more business acumen when you're working with an agency. And so the purpose of F the Glitter is now not only to highlight women of color, but also to nurture and to build women of color into better creative professionals so that we know what industry standard pricing looks like so that we know what it is to you know execute a contract to know what needs to be in a contract so you don't get burned um when you're having a guest on a podcast the proper releases to make sure that they get signed so that somebody tries to say oh well, i didn't really yes you did you signed it it was right there like you signed it on this day um teaching about automation i i, I do i build a lot of websites and with a lot of the websites you know um the ultimate goal is automation. You don't want to have to keep touching it because, number one, you don't want to break it. But, two, you don't want to waste a whole lot of time doing the same task over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And so creating a flow, a system flow for just everyday tasks is so important. It's professional, number one, because it makes your time more efficient. But, two, it makes your life easier. You know, like it, it just makes life so much easier. Um, but then also with F the Glitter, we're creating a directory of seasoned vetted creative professionals so that if you're looking for a creative professional you have a safe place of people who have been tried true and tested that you can go through and find who vibes with you the most to get what you need done to complete your projects yeah i love it and perfect way to end the conversation perfect way to start women's history month um because <laughs> it up for us you're doing it up for us um and i and i love it and i'm here for the movement and and congrats also for like realizing that right like it clicked i mean you you've been this this chick since you know you're talking <laughs> page but it's like we had this conversation it just clicked like you know what like uh this is what stirs you know my pot and i'm gonna do something about it so yeah. i love that i love that so where can we find this podcast, this podcast community, this directory, and you on social media. Everywhere it says F the Glitter. Um, you, I literally, I, I don't, I don't know how I did it, but we're on everything that broadcast podcast. F the Glitter is there. We're on Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, Apple Podcast. your host? Podcast. We use Anchor. I use Anchor yeah, yeah. for, um, for hosting the podcast, but I produce it outside. I uh, produce it outside and then I load it up into Anchor. Yeah, um, but I think I think that's a good thing. Most of them are now just kind of everywhere, putting them everywhere, literally. So. Yeah, yeah. So um, distribution is really, really good. I really like it. Um, and the sponsorships for Anchor is actually pretty good too. So if you want to monetize, Anchor does 
help you get a foothold in there to kind of figure out like how sponsorship works. Um, but you can find us at www.fftheglitter.com. That's E-F-F-T-H-E glitter.com. Uh, you can find us, like I said, on Spotify, on Facebook, on Instagram. This is a Twitter account, but it's not very active, but they're all F the glitter. It's real, but it's not there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's all there um season one is completely released oh youtube too but youtube you have to search up the glitter because we're not we're not monetized yet um, or the but, seo because you can't censor. yeah yeah you can't do that yeah so um you can look up the channel F the glitter on youtube but we're definitely um last season's episodes that um agreed for the release they're on youtube and then we also have all of the audio uh, are released through any channel where you can listen to the podcast, but also on the website itself, com. We have all of our episodes housed as well. So maybe make it easier and just search for my first name and then search for Glitter and you'll probably <laughs> find it. <laughs> you know what? Now the SEO is great though because one of my <laughs> other clients, she, um, she did an episode, she searched her name and sure enough, her podcast art popped up on Google. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I think I was looking for something else. I'm like, oh, look, I didn't even know you have at least a video version. <laughs> yeah, so it's everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. <laughs> I love that, though. So speaking of, I got to I'm going to pull you up here because we got to let people screenshot your glamour. OK, we got to make this prove that you got it done and you look good. You ready? What? Yeah, you look good. Girl. OK, hold on. There you are. Boom. Spotlight. Pose for the camera. Oh gosh. Yay. <laughs> Good. I mean, when when mom gets to dress up, you gotta take photos to prove it. Okay. You know what? That's true, because my daughter definitely looked at me and was like, What is that on your face? <laughs> <laughs> because I know her attitude. I'm like, I I could hear that. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's she's a hater and a lover at the same time. <laughs> I know, right? Oh my goodness. I love it though. Well, thank this has you been so fun. much. Yes. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yes, yes, yes. And then I'll be seeing you online. All right. We'll see you too. This episode is sponsored by my new book called Seeing Life Through a Different Lens, a survivor's memoir on overcoming adversity with resilience. You can visit com. Be sure to subscribe, follow, and download so you don't miss the next episode. If you want to learn more, you can visit ZakiraNayar.com. That's Z-A-A-K-I-R-A-H-N-A-Y-Y-A-R.com.